Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I am Father, God willing, Stephen, his son. Yes. Yeah, so uh, here we are. We're in uh, in the throes. I'll say the throes because midterms are coming up. <laughs> I am currently in the throes of midterms. It's the week right before midterms. So week before pray for mid- me if you're listening to this before uh, you know before March first or March second <laughs> or whenever my my difficult prophets midterm is. So yes, yes, that's good. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, midterms midterms stress does not st- didn't stop in in college for me. You know, it continues yes. on through seminary. Yeah, that's okay. So there you go. But, uh, uh, you know, last week you were, you, we were chatting to, with mom on the phone. You were telling us about uh, one, one of your classes that I don't think you have. Do you have a midterm on it, the homiletics class? This is, yeah, this is this is like one of the, well, there's a few classes that don't have a midterm. But thankfully, yeah. homiletics is one of the ones that I don't have a midterm for. But so. what you were telling mom and me was that you actually had to prep and give a homily in front of yes. the class last week. So that's, yes, I did. You, you know, that's a big thing. And I'll be, I, I have to tell you, you know, is when I, the first thing that always comes to my mind, seriously, when I think about the priest's lifestyle is like, you got to give a homily and you got to do it every week. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've done some public speaking and, and that takes a lot. And, but I don't do it every week. And, oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, to me, that's got to be, bit of a drain. So I want you to, to peel that back for me to tell me. So yeah, what's, sure. What's it, what, what's it like? Well, let's start with you're a seminarian. All of a sudden, boom, I got this class homiletics. You know, so what's that like? You know, yeah, that well, definitely like before, you know, while I was thinking about seminary, even yeah. before, before I was thinking about seminary, I, I had a feeling that, that seminarians probably took classes on how to give homilies. I didn't really know exactly how they would go about it, but yeah. Uh, so we're all all seminaries across the I, I'm sure across the world, but definitely across the U.S. are required to take a class called homiletics, yeah. which is kind of the learning the art uh, and getting some practice in giving homilies. So okay. we take the class of homiletics. Depending on where you go, it might be just a one semester class. It might be here at Sacred Heart. It's a two semester class okay. um, where basically it gives us an opportunity, especially for guys who aren't used to public speaking or um, well, I, I guess in my case, I've, I thankfully before seminary, I had plenty of opportunities to engage in uh, public speaking, but, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's a chance to kind of learn, um, just the craft of giving a homily, you know, what makes for a good homily, you know, what makes for good preparation for homilies too. So that's, that's kind of, yeah. And I'm Go thinking, ahead. I'm thinking about the timing of this class too. So this is your second year in, in, mm-hmm. you know, seminary. In theology. In, mm-hmm. in theology. And Next year, wait, after next year, you're going to be a deacon. And then it's, so I would almost think, why wouldn't you do it next year? Because once you're a deacon, it's, is it expected to, during your diaconate that you're going to start doing a, a, a homily? Yeah. So one, once you're ordained a deacon, you're, um, you, be, you begin to be able to, well, first preach the gospel, but then you're yeah. also expected to give homilies as well. So the expectation as a seminarian, after being ordained a deacon, yeah. uh, is that you'll be, giving, you'll be able to give homilies. So the idea of having homiletics before being a deacon is that you know how to give a homily before <laughs> you're kind of put into the, into the limelight, as it were, to uh, uh, begin to give homilies. So, you know, class-wise, I'm, I'm just wondering, as a, as a teacher, 
how, I mean, how can I say this right? At any point in time that it's important for someone to be critical, let's be, mm-hmm. to be critical yeah. of someone's homiletics, now's the time with, the, that's got to be a tough job. My point is, is as a teacher, uh, there are some people, you know, that are, let's face it, I mean, you probably see it amongst your class mice. There's probably some people that are pretty well at ease and do a good job of doing how, and some people are still struggling. That's got to be a little bit tough on them. Like, how do you offer that guidance? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. And, I'd say, I'd, yeah. yeah, I'd say it's it's tough. It's tough, kind of for everyone. It's certainly tough for the teacher, as you mentioned. It's tough for uh, you know us as fellow seminarians, you know, who are trying to help yeah. our brothers grow. Exactly. And I think it's tough as well for. It's also tough as well for you know you know probably primarily those who are preparing to give homilies because. You know, there's a lot of people uh, who enter into seminary who don't have a lot of public speaking mm-hmm. uh, skills or not. It's not like a requirement to come into seminary. You don't have to take <laughs> like a, you know, a course know. in public speaking. But so, uh, you know, and that's it. That is actually a huge hang up for guys that I've heard uh, in terms of, you know, before entering seminary. A lot of them feel like they, you know, it's, you know, it's like, oh, I feel like the Lord is calling me to give my life to the priesthood. But but I'm, I'm not a good public speaker. There's no way I'd be able to give homilies. So, yeah. I think about my, my spiritual director is kind of a good example of that. I was actually just talking to him a few days ago and about homiletics and yeah, he just mentioned like, oh yeah, I was, I was going through seminary. It's very tough, like going through homiletics and, and just realizing like, it's certainly not a gift that, that I've been given, but, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I know your spirit. I know your spiritual director. He's a great speaker. If he's the same person, oh, I'm you're a different, different spiritual director. Oh, okay. You're okay. thinking of somebody. Yeah, sorry, yes. that's somebody else. Okay. Yeah, but you know, he was he. Um, yeah, he he definitely came into seminary. He was very nervous about public speaking, but uh, just talking to him, you know, he's gotten into the rhythm of it, and and he's found a lot of joy in doing it. And it's just, yeah. and it's an essential point uh, to a priest's ministry, to a deacon's yeah. ministry, uh, to preach on the gospel. Um, but it's certainly, I don't think it's something that guys should be afraid of. You know, it shouldn't be a reason that blocks you from, from entering seminary because you have classes like homiletics, you know, you have classes that, uh, well first, like primarily that really engages you in the scriptural texts. You know, you have so many classes on sacred scripture, you know, so many classes on spirituality, on, on, you know, what the church teaches, but then you also have nice classes that bring everything together, like homiletics, where you're able right. to draw on everything, integrate right. everything, and, and also just learn the basics of how to speak publicly, how to present yourself publicly, how to make arguments, how to make your, you know, your homily flow. So, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly a, a, a certain sense that like, you know, God, God calls, God, you know, God doesn't call the qualified, you know, he qualifies the called. So, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a that's a very true statement. Though there's one word that you said in there, uh, what you were talking about was, um, oh, now I forgot about it. It was basically about being, getting yourself ready. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the this the, uh, getting it. No, 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 no. I, I, the the words I want to use are like the the secret the 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 process process is not the right word. Come on. Ah, I forgot. I should have written it down when you when you said it. Uh, um, but it's basically about the whole. So it's one thing to prepare yourself to give a a speech, but mm-hmm. to me, to me, homilies, being homiletics is it's like a habit. If you yeah, know what I'm saying. No. So how much of your wow, class? Yeah. How much of your class 
does or does your class take it from that perspective? It's like, hey, this is not just something you do on Sunday. This is something mm-hmm. you're engaged in, or is is that the way that they take? It? I don't know. You tell me. But from my perspective, yeah, sure. that's what I would. Th- that's what I would think. Yeah. Well, different seminaries kind of approach how to teach homiletics differently. I really like how they do it here at Sacred Heart. So yeah. um, we have actually we have a new professor this year, uh, Father Father Craig Gira, who's the vocation director for the Archdiocese of Detroit, and mm-hmm. uh, and he's been running the class. I think just a really beautiful way. He he wants to make sure that every class we have guys getting up and speaking. So uh, the first like three, four weeks of class, we all had to get up and say, you know, the first week we had to give our vocation story to each other. Okay. The second week we, we gave like an advertisement, you know, third week <laughs> we were giving like a sort of teaching. And it's like, in a certain sense, it's, it, it's kind of very helpful because when you're, when he's really making the rubber hit the road in a certain sense, because every week there is something due. Every week we had to think about what we were going to say. And every week we had to prepare what we were going to say in the midst of a very busy seminary schedule. So it's like, per- like perfectly applies to like what a priest kind of goes through because it, you're, I think you alluded to this and that's right. You know, a priest can't, isn't just thinking about his homily, you know, Saturday afternoon or, <laughs> you know, Sunday morning. There, right. There's a real, you know, a, a good homilist, you know, a very faithful preacher is, is one who is first steeped in the word of God. You know, there's, there's certain different, there's different kinds of preparation for a homily. There's first the preparation that we're, you know, especially in seminary, what we're doing right now is we're really immersing ourselves in the word of God. Mm-hmm. We're really immersing ourselves in the teachings of the church. And we're really immersing ourselves in just the study of the truth, you know, such that, you know, when we have to think of things on the fly or think of things really quickly, you know, in, in the course of a week thinking, you know, it's kind of funny. My, my formator said, you know, giving a homily every week, it feels like there's a paper due every week. You know, it feels yes, like, yes, you know, exactly. there's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of work that has to be, that has to go into it, but there's a lot of work that in preparation that happens before you even do the work, which is what's that basis of knowledge that you're drawing from, right. you know, not even just intellectual knowledge, but like lived knowledge, you know, what is the pool of examples that I can give, mm-hmm. you know, what saint stories do I know? What stories from my life apply to this? Mm-hmm. What stories have I seen in other people that, that live incarnationally, you know, this, this gospel that's preached? Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that is, in a certain sense, preparation for the week, weekend, week, week out of, of preparing a homily. Um, and I think what's also beautiful as well with this homiletics class is it's, it's showing us, you know, how to go about writing a homily. You know, our, 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 our professor really stresses, you know, your, your preparation for next week's homily begins Sunday evening of the, of the, of the previous week. When you're reading the readings prayerfully, yeah, I'm going to say I, we're praying with it. I assume you start with reading uh, the gospel, and then probably the uh, the first and second readings as well, right? Or is that yeah? A- those are yeah, definitely those are some good main texts. You know, look at the gospel. You know, pray with the gospel. Pray with the the readings. Pray with the psalm. Mm. You know, yeah. and also even pray with. He, we're we're actually encouraged to pray with uh, the different words that the priests and the people speak during the mass. Because okay. those change every week as well. The different prefaces and the different oh, prayers, yeah, opening yeah, prayers, yeah, different yeah. closing prayers, to see what the church has already given us. Because there's, you know, the homily is in a certain sense, you know, we're we're opening up the the entirety of the Word of God yeah. so that, you know, us and and the people, um, you know, understand it at a deeper level. We're really just opening it up, yeah. making it, you know, very clear. You know, we're we're, we're our job is to make it very clear and re- relevant to to what we're living because you know we believe that the word of God is living and effective. So, 
But sometimes I know I've, you know, you listen to the readings and things just start blowing (laughs) over your head. So it's, it's really, it's very, you know, the, the, the goal, you know, a homily isn't just kind of like a nice, like public speaking event or like a nice, you know, thing, like a nice little cherry on top of the liturgy of the word. But, you know, really it is an essential part of the liturgy where, where we're really opening up the word. Uh, you know, preparing our hearts to receive it, you know, and then also preparing our hearts to receive what comes after the liturgy of the word, the liturgy of the Eucharist. So opening up the scriptures, opening up the mystery of what we receive. So it's certainly a very high calling and definitely one that we, we prepare for in seminary by taking classes and you know, like I said, sacred scripture as well as the homiletics. So, um, so then I'm assuming your class it's not just about the mechanics of hey giving a weekly speech. It's also mm-hmm. about a qualitative, like what makes a good homily. It's that's what you were kind of getting towards, or is that is yeah. that part of the focus of your class? Is that something you have to figure out yourself, or what is? Yeah, I'd say it's a balance of figuring out for yourself and then also some some good direction as well. So, um, you know, in a certain sense, I think we all have a very, I think we have a, even the, I think everybody in the faith will have a pretty basic sense of like, you know, when we hear a homily, we can pretty, we can judge pretty quickly whether or not it was a good or a bad homily. Yeah, you fair know, we could say, you know, there, in a certain sense, it's like, you know, you, when you, there's a difference when you like hear a homily and you're like just so moved and so touched by what was given to you. And like, you feel so challenged by the priest or so, you know, there's something that changes with, you know, within you. And then sometimes you hear homilies that, you know, oh, that was nice. Or like, (laughs) oh, that's a nice little sentiment. Or so like, I I think on a very basic level, we all have like an understanding of, of when we hear a good homily. Yeah. What's awesome about, uh, you know, the homiletics class is, yeah, it is an opportunity to talk about like different things that make a good homily. And you talk about that mechanically as well, like just good basic public speaking habits. Okay. And also just like good habits of studying scripture. But also I, I think it's invaluable the time that I spend listening to my brothers give homilies. Yeah, because you 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 know in class I'm hearing about like six to eight homilies a week and okay you know it's it's a lot of times it's it's been a real blessing listening to my brothers give uh, you know start to give homilies because there's so many times where you know they do something and I'm like wow that is awesome <laughs> I'm totally gonna steal that yeah. or <laughs> you know yeah. you know like oh wow that worked really really well. It's 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 a really beautiful experience. Just yeah, walking through it with with my brothers, and uh, it's really really awesome as well. Because you know, not like I mentioned previously, you know, not all of us came from a you know a very strong public speaking background. But even the guys who who haven't come from a pretty strong you know public speaking background have really they're really starting to uh, you know heat it up a little bit. It's, it's really beautiful. Wow! To, so you've seen some uh, you've seen some growth amongst, uh, yeah, amongst your peers. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's beautiful to see them like growing confidence and well as yeah. well. And 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 you know it's it, it's kind of like you know iron sharpens iron. You yeah, know? it's we're yeah. kind of like all in the furnace right now with homiletics yeah. and um. So we, we all know, you know, we're all going through this together. So, yeah. um, no, so it's been, it's been a blessing to journey with them. Yeah. And I think, um, when I'm thinking about, uh, uh, homiletics too, and you know, we were talking about where it should be, I think you really touched on it well when you said that it needs to flow from your faith life, basically. It does. Yeah. And so it's not, it, it, I, I'm going to inject my, my thoughts when thinking about it, really homilies really shouldn't be anything eh, well there's something extra but i mean it should be something 
that you're not doing an addition that, that that doesn't that doesn't fit into all the rest of your life in a sense. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. all the rest of Yeah, we're not called to like compartmentalize, right. you know, giving the homily from the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Right. Um though I you know how much of homilies though are do you talk about personal spiritual growth or eh, I don't know, that's nah, nah. That's a good question, actually. Yeah. No, that's 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 one thing that I think a lot of guys, you know, we're we're trying to think about is like, you know, there is a certain sense where I think the people really yearn to hear, like, especially like personal testimony. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, I don't think there's anything more. There, there's not a whole whole lot that is is as isolating as like the priest saying like. Uh, oh, this is something that you need to work on yeah. by yourself, and then I'm going to stand up here in my ivory tower and just live my perfect. Because, because yeah. in the in, in the reality of it all, you know, we're, we, the priest is preaching to the people that he's ministering to, but he's also preaching to himself. You know, yeah. In, in a in a certain sense, like he he has to live incarnationally. Yeah. Um, you know what he preaches, or else he's a hypocrite. You know, yeah. there's a certain sense where, yeah, the you know what you say in a homily has to flow from what's coming in your life, and you know, there's a certain sense as well as like, you know, we're really encouraged in homiletics that you know if we have a personal connection to the message that we're you know that we've prayed with and we've received from the gospel. Uh, we're really encouraged to find a way to work that in, you know, as a way, well, first as a way for the, our people to get to know us. And I think that's a very True. good basic thing. But True. it's also, it's also just a beautiful thing to show like, well, even that like we as the priests aren't, aren't, aren't perfect, but, um, but also that, you know, what, you know, what we're seeing can be lived. It's not like some, you know, fancy ideal in outer space. You know, the, 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 the joy of the gospel is that it's incarnational, you know, that God became man, that, you know, he became man, you know, not to live in some ivory tower, but sure. he was born into like a stable, you know, he was, he, he walked around with shepherds and fishermen, you know, he's really smelly and dirty <laughs> and just like ordinary run of the mill people. And that's, yeah. and that's kind of, you know, in a certain sense, what a priest is called to do too, when he's preaching is, you know, to know that, you know, there's a high and lofty goal that we're going to, you know, we're going towards heaven and that's the message of the gospel, you know? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, without diluting that, it's lived in a person-to-person basis. You know, it's it's lived in the here and the now. So it's right. it's it's wonderful in a homily to kind of get that sense that you know we're we're talking, we're giving you a message, we're giving you the good news, but we're not giving you the good news in an abstract way. We're giving you right. the good news and right. and something that can be lived and has been lived. And so, so in a sense, really, when you as, as back to my original point that it's you can't compartmentalize it. That is kind of like then a challenge to the priest to not ivory tower or ivory tower themselves. There is a proper yeah. there's a proper spot for monks and monasteries and that sort of things. But the parish oh, and uh, we definitely need yes, them. we definitely need that. But the parish priest really needs to be in the middle in the in the bowels of the parish out there. Yeah, as, as Pope the, Francis yeah. says. Yeah, as Pope Francis says, you know, a diocesan priest needs to smell like the sheep, you know, there's <laughs> a certain sense, you know, you yeah. have to be, we have, we can't be apart from the people who we're called to serve, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- I think that's yeah, really very the, important. to sum it up, really, uh, um, I think that's really the key point of a, I guess we've kind of answered the question, really, what is a, a, a good homily is one that's yeah. in there with the parish bringing the word of God. Yeah. Uh, uh, out there to the people. And people, uh, I, I, I forget the line, but um, it's something along the lines, before you can tell me what you know, you have to show me that you care. 
it's, that's not the mm-hmm. proper line. Yeah. But the thing is, is people listen to, you know, someone comes with something highfalutin. Yeah, you might listen to it. But if somebody comes in and mm-hmm. empathy means to to be with, uh, to suffer with, in a sense, yeah. and someone's mm-hmm. down there mm-hmm. in, yeah. in there with you, you're going to listen, you're going to listen to that. Cause it's like, Hey, this, this person has my perspective. So really, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, that's that, that'd be, so you could say, Hey, I'm going to the fish fry today and that's how I'm going to work on my homily. I'm going to talk to people right. and, oh, and sure. see what's going yeah, on. Yeah. That's definitely, that's definitely yeah. required to work on your homily. Yeah. Now I, th- I think Pope Benedict said something to the effect of, uh, you know, the world doesn't want to hear teachers right now. They want to hear from witnesses yeah. and the witness Witnesses are teachers, you know, yes. in a certain sense. Yes. You know, the witnesses are teachers. And yeah, you definitely, you know, when you're going to the fish fry, when you're going to the, you know, Knights of Columbus meeting or, you know, yep. the school parish council, the school council meeting or something at, at your parish, yep. you are preparing for the homily, but you also do, you, you got to prayerfully prepare for it as well. It's, yes. it's, it's a both and, you know, we have to yeah. be with the people and we have to be with God, you know. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So actually that's about... All I've got. Do you, anything else you wanted to to, to pop in there? Stephen? I think that's yeah. yeah. I'd say you know, especially for guys, uh, like I think this is a huge hangup for guys. You know, who are yeah. thinking about making that leap into seminary. Like if you're if you're thinking about making that leap in the seminary, if you really feel that God is calling you, but you say to yourself, "Oh, there's no, I'm not worthy. I'm not able to give a homily or like live up to, you know, what's demanded of me by giving this homily." Uh, you know, it, 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 I don't want to say that you know. Uh, you know, it's all hogwash, but uh, there's a certain sense that like, you know, you, you just got to be willing to take the plunge, willing yeah. to, you know, willing to, to jump into it. Because like I, like I said earlier, like, you know, God doesn't call those who are equipped. God equips the call, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. who did he pick as his apostles? You know, he yeah. didn't pick like Cicero or great orators yeah. or great poets. He picked, you know, fishermen. these fishermen yeah. who, you know, and I don't think many, many great things were coming out of his mouth before. <laughs> you know, you can just imagine the kind of vile things that are coming out of yeah. a fisherman's, you know, mouth. But, yeah. um, but, you know, really what was most important was those three years that Peter spent with Jesus and yeah. learning about him. And, and that's, that's really the time in seminary. So yeah. if, if, you, if that's a hang-up for you, if you think, oh, there's no way I could preach a homily, just well, really, really bring that to Yeah, and the to kind of yeah. say it from my perspective is like, have confidence in that, you know, homilies aren't something that's like some highfalutin thing. They're down to earth. Have confidence that the Lord will provide as you pray. You're mm. going to, you're going to grow yeah. and it's going to grow out of that. You, and you know what? You never may be the greatest speaker, but uh, you will be an, uh, as long as you strive to be an honest and in touch mm. speaker, people, people, that's what, that's what we want to hear. We want honest and in mm-hmm. touch and, you know, greatness mm-hmm. is good too, but you, you know what I'm saying, I think, but. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it there. Stephen, uh, we have to give you back some time to uh, do a little studying for those midterms next That's week. That's right. <laughs> good luck with those and uh, we'll, we'll be back uh, we'll be back next yeah. month. So good luck on your on your on your midterms. Um speaking of the podcast though, the, there is no charge for father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you've heard, tell two friends. Uh, thank you much. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next month. He came down to earth from heaven, who is God?